Nighttime on Still Waters. This is NB506812, narrow casting into the night from somewhere on Britain's waterways. October the 3rd, Saturday. Endless grey skies, storm bruised and washed with rain, hedges smouldering with berries, rustling leaves turning slightly brown, the candy floss of old man's beard, olives and khaki of early autumn. Still in the state of transition, we're all in the state of transition at the moment. Welcome. You found me. That's great. This is NB506812, the Erica coming to you from somewhere on Britain's waterways. To start with, just a few notes of explanation. The NB in the title stands for Narrow Boat, and the 506812 is our registration number. Uh, all boats are required to be registered and uh, licensed, and just as uh, a car on the road does. And the Erica is the name that we've given to her, and there'll be more on that in later episodes. She's 58 foot 2 inches long, and that 2 inches is really important when you're living aboard, and 6 foot 10 inches wide, so just under 7 foot. And that constitutes a narrow boat. You can get wider boats, sometimes roughly about double the beam, and of these obviously offer a lot more space, and I've seen some beautifully fitted out, uh, but they do tend to be a bit more expensive and more expensive to run and license and insure. And they also restrict you quite considerably to the types of waterways, particularly canal systems that you can cruise upon. So the Erica is a narrow boat, not a barge. Uh, the calling, a bar- uh, calling a narrow boat a barge is one of those shibboleths, those uh, small, tiny markers that identify the outsider um, and attracts a disproportionate amount of irritation and annoyance when you call somebody's prized possession a barge. Uh, a barge is actually a wide-beam working boat, or, and so it's a bit like calling a, a treasured hatchback a truck. Um, to be honest, I don't really mind if you call uh, then, um, Erica a, a barge. And the other distinction that uh, you may be come across, and I'm not sure how formal it is, but it's just something that I've noted, and that is the difference between the word narrowboat as one word and narrowboat as two words. Narrowboat as two words tends to be, I've found, used to refer to the old working boats, whereas narrowboat as a single word seems to be used more commonly when referring to leisure and residential modern narrow boats. So there's three of us here who live aboard. There's Penny the dog, who's sitting or lying, I should say, beside me, curled up in her basket. Donna and myself. And these episodes are really going to be a reflection on our transition 
and move from land-based to water-based and primarily canal-based living. And slowly over the last few months, Erica has become our home, a cosy nest on the water. It's not intended to be a how-to guide or to offer technical expertise or answer technical questions. Um, Certainly, I don't possess any of those. And there seems to be a hundred and one blogs and vlogs that are absolutely excellent. And I wouldn't want to compete in a crowded market anyway. And if you need advice or want advice, then I'd go there and perhaps I'll be looking at some of these in, in later episodes. This audio journal is really about how our move physical, emotionally and mentally has impacted us and the changes that we find in ourselves and our attitudes to the world around. It was a conscious decision to slim down and to live a little bit more closely with the elements. So night has now long fallen and I sit here in this small globe of light by my desk in the back study. There's silence apart from the clicks and buzzes and bangs and creaks and whirs that are all part and parcel of living on board a boat. I have aimed to tidy up the recording track but also made a decision to leave it rather dirty as well leaving in some of those noises podcasts are powerful because they offer audio landscapes and I don't live in a dead world I don't live in a soundproofed world these are the sounds of my life on Erica and so I'll be keeping them in. So if it does get a bit noisy and the electricity clicks in or um, things begin to creak and bang, then that's going to be all part and parcel of this uh, blog. And I don't know if you can hear it, but the other sound that breaks the night is the call of ducks. Some very soft, but some sharp and warning. Just below us, there's a, um, a duck that's made a nest in uh, one of the boaters' plant pots and is sitting on her eggs. She did this last year, and unfortunately, all of all of the, the ducklings uh, didn't survive. We're kind of on tenterhooks to make to see if, how they survive this year. But there's something so recognisable in this, calling out into the dark. Each of us in some way is walking out into the dark. These are strange, chaotic and disorientating and disconcerting times. Familiar things now no longer seem quite so familiar. Plans which seemed fixed and to which we were heading and making our way now seem impossible. Or perhaps even not particularly desirable. And we can sometimes feel a little lonely and fragmented. And my inspiration for these podcasts has come as really a response to that feeling. 
and also from my memories of childhood, listening at night to the voices on the radio. I had a huge radio, which wasn't particularly practical for um, listening under the bedclothes. It was um, one that I'd bought and it had air, you could get onto the, uh, the air traffic control and um, emergency services and things. Um, it smelt of that, that, that sort of that Japanese plastic that it used to have, to have a very kind of distinctive smell and also the, the cigar smoke of the person who had it before me. And I used to listen to these strange voices, sometimes speaking in other languages, but somehow reassuring because you knew that there were other voices out there, other worlds living. And Charles Connolly captures it beautifully in his book, The Last Train to Hilversum. He is explaining here about his obsession for collecting old radios. And he says, each radio represented a slice of intimacy, a deeply personal instrument of comfort and company, just the same as my old system had been at the time when I struggled to find a place in the world, providing a life ring in the darkest waters as the sky hummed with music and voices. And these apps episodes, I hope to capture some of that. I'm aiming to do it once a week. However, at the moment, that's not going to be possible simply because setting up these um, podcasts um, is quite time consuming and I need to get into the swing of it. And also my work pressure is really uh, quite immense at the moment. So hopefully in time, I'll be posting an episode a week. And in this world that seems increasingly fragmented and divided, to create something and some sense of unity and company. And like those ducks in this rain-swept darkness tonight, able again to use the words of Charles Connolly, a voice flung out there under the stars. Well, it just really remains me to just give you a run through of the weather conditions this night and bid you all a very good night. Temperatures outside, 8.7 degrees centigrade. Inside, 18 degrees. Humidity, 94%. Dew point, 8.9. Wind direction. Backing, northwesterly, westerly. Strength, 15 to 21 mile per hour. Barometric pressure, 961, falling sharply. Precipitation, 24.6 millimetres, 3.6 millimetres per hour. Moon phase, Waning gibbous, 96.9%. Skycasting, 614.